Hey, good morning, all. Welcome to the Common Good Podcast. It's Tuesday, so it's Politics Day with Doug and Rob, your friendly political commentators for the common good. <laughs> Sorry for the late go. start today, friends, but we just had some stuff going down, going on. I did. I had some stuff, so I had to bump it a little bit later, so I hope it didn't uh, cause too many scheduling conflicts. And you know what else happened today? I had an appointment with my dentist. They called today, and had to, had to reschedule. Yeah. I had to call and reschedule. I don't know why that bugs he me had, so much. He had to reschedule? Yeah, yeah. Something, something came up. He had to leave the office. Huh. huh. We got to deal. Maybe, maybe he's not feeling well. Maybe maybe he's got diarrhea or something like that. You don't want him well, sticking his kind of why we started late today. I understand what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. and you know, you know what it feels like? It feels like if I had called them and said, hey, so something came up today. I can't make it. They'd be like, we're going to have to schedule you six months from now. I mean, right. I don't know what you think this is, but we can't just be. Then they're like, how about Thursday at 11? <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Thursday at 11 uh... for a dentist appointment. Uh, but hey, happy Tuesday to all of you. Uh, we didn't cancel. We didn't put you off till Thursday, even though Thursday you could talk with astrophysicist, Pastor Birder, Paul Wallace. Uh, so stick around for that. Uh, weather today, still cloudy and rainy uh, going on out there in the, uh, in the hitherlands of twin cities of Minneapolis and St. Paul. How about outside of Fayetteville, Arkansas? How are things looking? Yeah, we're in the um, kind of summer rebound where we had just a couple of days of absolutely beautiful weather and you think, oh, fall's here. And then suddenly it is uh, just way hotter than you want it to be. It's, um, you know, not, it, it's not so hot as much as it is muggy and, uh, and just, Ugh. I hear you. But uh, hopefully, hopefully fall's coming. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully fall's coming. Well, Rob, you know, often on these our little conversations, you like to pull up a video and say to me, uh, hey, have you, uh, have you seen this? Because I want to get a, I want to get a fresh. I had, yes. I had two that I almost sent you for today. <laughs> Is that right? Well, yeah. uh, now maybe, maybe we pick the same one. I don't oh, know. I don't know I if you've, so. I don't know if you have, uh, if you've seen this one. Um, but it's, uh, it's simply amazing. All right. So I'm just going to run it and, uh, I'll just say this, the video, the video I have has some commentary and big, bold words across it. That's kind of talking about what's going on in the video. Like people do on TikTok videos and uh, Instagram thing. You don't have to worry about that. Just, just listen to the, oh my gosh, just listen to the words. All right, here we go. It's like a, a think of it along the entire Eastern part of our country. This is supposedly in the name of preventing whale strikes, but you have a better chance of being struck by lightning than hitting a whale with your boat. There has only been, listen to this, one such whale killed off the coast of South Carolina in the last 50 years. But on the other hand, their windmills are causing whales to die in numbers never seen before. Nobody does anything about that. They're washing up a show. I saw it this weekend. Three of them came up. They wouldn't you wouldn't see it once a year. Now they're coming up on a weekly basis. The windmills are driving them crazy. They're driving, they're driving the whales, I think a little batty, and they're washing up on shore at levels never seen before, and they want to stop your boats one in 50 years. Can you imagine that? Donald Trump is saying that the windmills, for which he has this unbelievable obsession oh, with, obsession, are now driving the whales crazy. So the whales Batty. are dying in the ocean. 
and washing up on shore. The windmills. Okay. That was absolutely one of the videos I was going to send you. Oh, um, so great. that makes me happy. Um, can we can we fact check the three whales washing up on the beaches of South Carolina? Um, a week, three whales. Oh, this week. week. Yeah, I mean, it's just, do, oh, do you have any guy. idea what the four-time Emmy award? No, not four-time Emmy award-winning. Four-time person of nope, not four-time. Four-time indicted criminal. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Twice impeached. Twice impeached. Uh, <laughs> do you know what he's talking about? <laughs> that, that the whales are being yeah, bothered so by windmills? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So one of the arguments that anti-environmental people make is, you know, they, they don't like windmills because windmills are um, an eyesore. That's, you know, often what's said. And so, you know, off the coast of South Carolina, there are... Uh, windmills that have been um, installed to harness in the water, the wind. Out, out in the ocean. Yeah, out in the ocean. Um, much like, you know, you see them if you're, <laughs> you know, driving through the cornfields of, you know, Kansas or something. Um, you know, they're, they're out there. Uh, apparently, the argument has been made that the noise of the windmill under, under the water, um, bothers the whales um now how many times have how many times have we heard the very same crowd talk about how you know the <laughs> spotted owl is not more important than progress and you know, they've, we've heard them complain about environmental impact studies and how, you know, oh, this subdivision can't be built because, you know, there will be the, you know, it'll lead to the extinction of some rare kind of caterpillar or something. You know, they like they complain about this kind of stuff all the time. Yeah. And suddenly now Donald Trump, like cares about the whales yeah, like is it true is it true it is, that they that the I, whales I don't are being disoriented and now are, are, I, cra are dying because of the sound of the windmills in the ocean i mean look I, if that's, I, I have no idea if that's true then like, that's a thing yeah oh, yeah i, I would love to I would love to know but about it. i think but <laughs> do we really think donald trump cares about whales no he has got and you were absolutely right he has got an obsession with windmills what yeah. is it about? Is he afraid his hair is going to get messed up? What I, What is he? What What is that about? I don't know. I mean, it, it's got to be code for oil and yeah. coal and natural gas people. It, it, it all of this, like going mm -hmm. this week uh, to Detroit and saying that electric cars are going to put all of you auto workers out of business. And who's going to build the electric cars? Well, it just the takes auto less. workers. I think the argument is it takes less people and it's much more easily automated, which is a point. There was a guy who ran for president a while ago and said we needed to go to the base minimum income because automation was going to put everybody out of work. That was that was his argument. Remember that guy, Andrew Yang? Yeah, I do. Um, the same argument that he was making, right? Which is certain technology advancements are going to mean that human beings don't have to do things. 
much like, I guess, somewhere in the 1890s when people were arguing about the steam engine, you know, and, and, uh, that song about the guy who was going to beat the steam engine and driving the railroad ties, uh, uh, spikes in, uh, and then he, and he died on the way. What's that? What's that old folk song? The guy swinging the, swinging the hammer. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, old Henry, old Henry and the hammer is going to beat the steam engine. Oh, come on. Yeah, you getting there now? Are you vaguely, vaguely. picking this up? Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm Googling whales and windmills. <laughs> choir. <laughs> Remember choir in sixth grade? You're probably saying some song about old, old Henry. So anyway, there's yeah. been all this argument since industrialization that certain technologies are going to put people out of work. And very often it's been in jobs that people don't want. Uh, hey, fun little note, Rob. The thing mm-hmm. we're using to talk to each other, we call a computer. You know, uh, in the 50s, a computer was a term used for a person's job. They yeah. were a computator and they were yeah. called a computer. And then we replaced that counting with machines yep. so that people didn't have to do math by hand. Oh, thanks. Uh, or with a, with a, with a, with a, yeah. one of those little ticker tape things. I mean, you tape. think about, you think about how many telegraph operators were put out of business. You know, yes. the ones who would, would, you know, uh, you know, stop and, you know, copy down the, you know, the, the message you know, they've been, they've been put out of it. Yeah. Listen, come on. Yeah. Progress moves forward. Apparently can I elevator can I- operators, big deal. A lot of people did not want to uh, go in an elevator that had, was just automated because they didn't know they're going to get stuck in there. You needed somebody that was cranking the thing. That's how that yeah. worked. But a- anyway, that's a big argument. So I think that's what's going on in electric cars, which is a a fine argument to have, but all of it is also code back to the, back to the point. It's all code for, we don't want to make advancements in changing how we gain our energy. Yes. We want to stick with natural gas, coal and oil, and that's it. And all of this is not about worrying about the whales where, where if it is like, if the environmentalists are like, well, I'm glad Donald Trump is talking about the, the, you know, the eco location ability. They're not <laughs> because I Googled, you know, I, I Googled it and uh-huh. so I, I have done my own research, Doug. Um, yeah. you know, as people always say, and journal after journal, uh, you know, environmental leaders, you know, saying no, see, here's the thing. Uh, so often with Donald Trump and his supporters, we are dealing with folks who are, live in, it feels like, an alternative universe. Yeah. They have like this whole other, you know, this whole other set of facts, alternative facts, as Kellyanne Conway said, this whole other reality, it seems like, where, you know, it, you can almost count on anything that, Anything that they say that you go, wait a minute. Yeah. 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 Is something that has been made up and, and, and propagated by like their alternative media from Hunter Biden to the stolen election, to COVID, to guns, to, uh, you know, kitty litter cat boxes in junior highs for the kids. Yes. Excellent example. Yeah. Yes. Kitty. Yeah. There's no, there's no <laughs> school in America that has a kitty litter, bo- that installs yeah. kitty litter boxes because the kids identify as cats. It's not a thing. Yeah. Jewish space layers, lasers, you know, yeah. all of these things. There is, all of it goes part and parcel with this, like, it, 
why do these people believe this stuff? yes yeah no it's it is it is the alternative the alternative universe um well i'm i'm glad we both picked the same the same video because oh. it just and and also look the the man called people to washington dc yeah in order to stop the count of the yeah. uh, votes from the electoral college and then did nothing as the president of the united states while the capitol was being overrun and then what he chooses to do is to go to South Carolina and basically say, we don't need boat regulations yeah. because one whale has been killed in 50 years. You know what it says to me, Rob? The boat regulations are working Work. just as yes. they designed yeah. because yeah. we're not killing whales. Yeah. What do you want to do? Release the regulations so you can raise the number of whale killing? And also, how often are whales migratory uh, mammals? I don't know if that's the right term. Now I feel like someone should correct yeah. me if, if, no, if right. migrants, if, if mammals yeah. are considered yeah. migrating when they, but migrating mammals, they're not yeah. always in South Carolina. That's and they're right. not it's always not, there at the yes. time when people yes, are. The whales, the whales do not have a beach house in Hilton Head. Is that in South Carolina? Uh, or is that North Carolina? I don't know. We'll you know like, yeah, the yeah they don't, this. they don't, they don't live there. Doug, you, did you, I, I know we're going to talk about other things besides Donald Trump today. Did you see the other thing he did in South Carolina? He went into a gun shop. Oh yeah. I did see this photo. Yeah. Of him trying to buy a gun, but as a, as a charged felon, he can't buy a gun. <laughs> I love it His, so much. His campaign manager tweeted that he bought the gun and has really? since and has since deleted the tweet. Did Donald Trump fill out a form like violate the terms of his bail by purchasing a Glock? Wow. Oh, I want to know this. In South Carolina yesterday. Because the very thing that Hunter Biden is charged with, Hunter Biden yes. is the son of yes. the president, is buying a gun while being someone whose conditions yes. of life put him on a list of the kinds yes. of people who can't buy a gun. Yes. Just the moronic behavior of this guy. Because I did see yeah. a picture of him standing there with it. And if there is a receipt someplace... Oh. I mean, wouldn't it be amazing yes. if he did the thing that Hunter Biden has been has been <laughs> charged with in front of people? Oh. Walked in there in front of people, and oh, or did the gun did the gun owner not make him fill here's out a form so Doug, he didn't lie on he a form? He didn't. He did not buy the gun because we have seen over and mm. over and over and over again on the campaign trail. Donald Trump walk into a place of business, particularly a restaurant, and say something like, I'm going to buy lunch for everybody. And then he doesn't. He so doesn't. He, I'm sure he blustered that he was going to buy the gun. And then he didn't. Because, come on, he doesn't He doesn't have any money to spend. No, he's, he's broke. Like, he's, yeah, he's Giuliani he's, broke. Yeah. Yeah, he's a pa like a paper tiger. He's a paper billionaire. Like, yeah. He it, he doesn't it, have the cash to buy a $300 gun. Hey, um, speaking of uh, uh, former president's sons yeah. and current president's sons. Oh, we're going to talk about Ron, Ron Reagan? 
<laughs> Do you remember that guy? Is he still, wasn't he? You know, I actually, commercials? I, is he alive still? I, listen, I had a call yesterday with an organization that is interested in partnering with Vote Common Good. And, uh, mm. and the Reagan, when I the went, Reagan library after the debacle is going to happen tomorrow night. When I went to their website to uh, to check them out, Ron Reagan out. was on the uh, on the front of their website, and I was like, "Oh, I haven't seen him in forever!" Wow! Yeah, so you checked yeah. it out online, and there he was. Yeah. Um, there he was. Why do we use all of us use the word "check it out online"? Oh, I mean, that phrase got into the minds of maybe it's middle aged people like us. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, when else check do you ever out. say "check it out"? Check <laughs> something then, out. Yeah. I don't know. That's yeah. Well, check, check this check, out. Check yourself on that one. See if there's any other time yeah. other than know. referring to something on a website. I do it too. I yeah. checked it out. Um, check us out online at www.vocomengood.com. My, my, my now nine-year-old, uh, she was, she was eight the last time we spoke, but my nine-year-old, wow. um, been a long year. Does not, does not use the word Google as a verb. Bing. She says, search it up. Search it up. Can you search this up on your phone? Search that up, Dad. Search hey, Mom, up. search that Boy, up. I kind of like it. it She's like, yeah. look, I'm not picking a brand. I'm not, you know, she yeah. also asks for a facial tissue. She also says <laughs> make a photocopy. Yes. Can I can I get a <laughs> can I get a bandage, please? Can I, can I get an adhesive? <laughs> an adhesive bandage. An adhesive strip. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, Kimberly asks, uh, uh Good morning. And what time did we start today? 9.49 we started today, Kimberly. Central time, Minnesota time, Central nine time. 9.40 time. Yeah. So, Kimberly, I see that you put that – I mean, you were you were within the first five oh, minutes this time. Yeah. So, uh, welcome. Mm-hmm. I know I know Kimberly, uh, among others, Alex and Jim and and uh, a number of others are uh, on us about uh, trying to start on time. So, you, look, look, you're living rent-free in my head, friends, uh, along with Donald J. <laughs> Trump. So just know you're – you're not you're not not there. You're in good company there. Yeah, you gotta, <laughs> the whales have a beach house in Hilton Head and uh and Donald Trump and all of you who want us to start on time have a beach house in Doug's Head. <laughs> Diana says if you hear a strange noise outside, you go outside to check it out. Check it out. That's a good yeah. point. Yes, a, I, I think that's a yeah. more and, and by the way, and then Diana corrected the hearing to, you know, if you hear it outside. Yeah. So look, yeah. Uh, yeah. we're willing to speak phonetic around here. We're not going to get yeah. anybody about, about spelling type. I mean, Rob's got two B's in his name. I have two T's I mean, in my, the end of my last name. We're people yeah. that and, for whom letters don't even have meaning. They, we don't even know which one is silent. I don't know yeah, if this, the first T is silent or the second T or if there's actual double T's. I, I don't even know the sound of a double T. But, you know, I've been wasting ink for 57 years um, on uh, writing. A, and that's been driving the whales crazy. Uh, okay. Okay. Now, now, Cindy, uh, Cindy, uh, Cindy, Bill Cash Jackman. Great name. Are, are there? Are, if are there, there are, whales? are there whales in South Carolina? Now that's a whole thing. And I'm like, oh, good point. Because I know they're in the Pacific because people go there to look at them. I've been there um, uh, and, you know, um, uh, <laughs> yeah. All right, I can't keep doing the chats. Okay, but Candace right, right, then right, writes, okay. I hate peoples who correct others and then corrects her peoples. Uh, that's yeah. funny. Um, that's funny, Candace. Thank you for that. 
The North Atlantic right whale is one of the world's most endangered large whale species, and each winter the mammals travel from New England to the temperate waters of South Carolina, Georgia, and Northern Florida to raise their young. So each yeah, winter. apparently. Okay. Yeah, so, so hang on. So each winter they're going. It's not winter yet. Did three yeah, whales? Said, did three whales wash up, wash up last week? <laughs> I, I mean, look, I don't want to stay on this, but oh wait, we, there's another we type could, of whale. This could. Uh, we could do, are we going to do a whole episode? On, this um, is a whale of a tail. I'm telling you, this yeah. guy. Uh, well, oh, my <clears throat> okay, all right. Uh, so Rob, you know, you know, I'm also, also realizing if anybody's. Of- the a big pygmy killer whale is also found oh, in um, so maybe there's more than South one kind Carolina. of whale. Um, the the, I mean, they're found all over the world. Wow, pygmy um, whales, uh, pygmy killer whales. Yeah, um, pygmy, pygmy killer whales. Yeah, I, I thought yeah. pygmy in animal term meant smaller. So there's like a smaller killer whale, like with a little tough leather jacket on and his collar turned up. Like a little, a little one of those little hats, a little tough like, guy. Yeah, a little like tough guy. Brutus. You think I'm a little? I'm not a little. He's got big teeth. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! This is I think so. I think they like to eat dolphins, though. So I don't think I like them. Um, oh really? One you of pick the most your elusive. Huh. Yeah, I like dolphins. Huh. One of the most elusive whales in South Carolina. Um, listen, come they. I think you make an excellent point. Are there any whales in South, like South Carolina this week? Last week, week. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a great question. Uh, but in that same speech, by the way, for the moment we just you know, but as long as I check in with my tenants inside my head, you know, I might as well. I might as well Google the question: Did three whales wash up in South? Hey, would you search that up for us there, Rob? Yeah, I'm going to search that up. Search it up. Hey, um, uh, in that same speech, Donald Trump became confused about George Bush and Jeb Bush. Did you see that? I saw this on Morning Joe this morning. So Trump was talking about how in 2016, people said that Jeb Bush was going to win the primary in South Carolina. So Trump was going on and on about that. Here's a man, again who's hearkening back to 2015, 2016, while in South Carolina, and said, and they thought that, you know, that Bush was going was gonna to win because he's a big military guy. And all he did as military guy was get us involved in the Middle East. He starts describing George Bush as the president when he said <laughs> the reason they thought Jeb Bush. Now, maybe if you give him a, a moment he was like, maybe the people thought Jeb Bush was going to win because his brother was a big military guy. It's not what he said. Second week in a row that he's rambling in ways that are so incoherent. He said he was running against Barack Obama last week and that World War II and that he got confused about Biden and Obama and Hillary. And just, I mean, the man is not doing well. And we're going to talk about the age of Biden and polling and all the rest of that stuff because I think it's I think it's all real. But yeah. Uh, yeah. Trump is just uh, just not uh, just not doing well. All right, so are we done yeah, with so old it, uh, uh, DJT? I mean, just, I mean, just for clarity's sake, apparently, okay. um, five to ten whales wash up on the shores of South Carolina per year. 
there was a story back in February um, saying that um, that since December 1st, so in a three-month period, 18 whales had washed up along the shores of the Atlantic coast. Don't know how many of them were in South Carolina, but along the Atlantic coast. And that was causing scientists to research why that was happening. They think it has something to do with food migration and not um, uh, anything uh, to do with the wind farms. Um, so. Well, Candace uh, Carter Boone tells us the last whale wash up, I'm guessing this is South Carolina, correct this if you need to, Candace, was December 28th, 2022. <laughs> not last week. But when you reach a point where, you know, all of us have, like, I don't know, was that a week ago or a month ago? Oh, I don't know. Maybe it was close to a year ago. That's right. <laughs> not going to blame anybody for that, unless you yeah. want to be president of the United States and you just are lying to people in order to gin up. We shouldn't have windmills and we shouldn't have boat regulations. This guy. Oh, my gosh. All right. Hey, uh, let's not talk about Donald Trump. Let's talk about Cassidy Hutchinson, who's talking oh. about Donald Trump. Did you see oh. the interview uh, or excerpts? I'm sure you only watched it on on X oh. uh, last night. Did you see Cassidy Hutchinson's book, which came out today? Uh, she did an interview about it, uh, it about the book last night on her Rachel claim. Show. Her claim that she was sexually assaulted by Rudy Giuliani in the tent outside at the. Um, at the the stop the steal rally that Donald Trump spoke at, that in that tent where on that cold January morning on January sixth, Rudy Giuliani put his hand on her thigh and slid it up her uh, under her skirt. While was it? I can't remember the other guy. Was it Lindsay? John Lindsay? John Lindsay? John Eastman? I don't know. John, John Eastman is a guy. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. While while somebody else like gave a leering grin at her, um, is so bizarre and creepy and weird that I want to dismiss it out of hand and say yes. that didn't happen. Yeah, it was January sixth. They they were in the tent with you know, as Rudy said, a hundred people. Though I don't, I've seen pictures from in the tent, there wasn't a hundred people. Yeah. And at the same time, Four Seasons Landscaping. <laughs> the hair color dripping down his face. Uh -huh. Yeah, the election stolen conspiracy, the, the Ukraine. The, oh. the Borat video with him lying on the on his back in a hotel room mm -hmm. with a teenage girl posing to be a, a reporter of some kind. I, I have no doubt that what Cassidy Hutchinson is saying yes. happened. And, and look, I, Cassidy Hutchinson does not, does not uh, uh, present herself, in my mind, Listen. as someone who's going to make up a story like right. that. Why? Right. On what possible basis? Yeah. Would she do so? But she also yeah. calls out Donald Trump. Yep. She calls out John Boehner for bad behavior. She calls out mm. Matt Gates, of course, for mm -hmm. bad behavior. 
like this, this none of this is surprising yes all this flirtatious stuff of older men with a 24 and 25 year old woman which yeah. starts to bring up for people who yeah. want to put too sharp a point on it president clinton with monica Lewinsky. this yep. kind of thing this behavior we flat out know people do this stuff Yes. They do it all the time and it should be called out every time someone does yes. it and it should be we should be reminded of it and not get picky about whose political party it is. Right. Because I would love to say it's only old, you know, old Republican men that are dirty scoundrels. Nope. It's not. It's right. many people of many varieties. Yes. I mean, dirty scoundrelism is uh, is bipartisan and by gender. Yes. It goes so, on. listen. I mean, Cassidy and when it goes on with these people, we should talk about it because, and that's why I'm glad she wrote about it. I'm glad she didn't talk about it before it came out in the book too, because I'll tell you what, a publisher vets this stuff and you're not going to write something about someone unless you have pretty good confidence that you're not going to be um, put under some undue pressure of litigation about the claims that you've made. Yeah. Doug, you've written books. I've written books. I mean, you've written books that people have read. I've written books that no one's read. Um, it, it's absolutely true that public, like when you write about someone else, publishers like take that very seriously. And like, and yes, yeah. I mean, Cass, just to remind people, like, in case you don't remember, Cassidy Hutchinson was uh, worked in the White House during um, the Trump administration. Uh, she worked for Mark Meadows, who's the chief of staff. Um, she was one of the stars, if not the surprise breakout stars of the the January 6th uh, show that we just so much enjoyed um, when she testified before the oversight committee. I mean, really should be nominated for a... See, I don't even want to say for an Emmy because that implies that she was acting. She clearly was not acting. Her credibility level was so high during mm-hmm, that hearing. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just like, wow, I totally believe this person. And in that in that testimony, she describes something that blew our minds that we mm-hmm. said, there's no way this crazy thing could have happened. Right. Except it did, and she was right. Clavicles. She described the, the lunging of Donald Trump to try to take over the the to take the wheel um and uh and and steer the 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 presidential vehicle towards uh the insurrection happening at the capitol yes. and we were like yes and the lunging at the clavicles that was a part of that and it was like it was like no way and she's also i think the one who told us about the throwing of the uh the ketchup in yeah, the the plate in the, uh, mm-hmm. in in the uh in in the room off the oval office while he was watching uh, what was happening. Listen, Cassidy Hutchinson has told us crazy stories before, and it turns out she, like, she was right. Yep. I, I totally believe her. I totally believe her. Yeah, totally. I mean, I mean, for sure. I don't know if you saw the interview, but it was, um, there were a lot of things about it. She, she's very poised. I think yes. she must be 27 or 28 because when this stuff was going on, she was 25. Mm. She was a 25-year-old person who was the chief of staff to the chief of staff of the president of the United States. Listen, the country, you, Doug, you've been to Congress, like you've visited congressional offices. The country is run by children. 
It's run by a lot of people who can't rent a car at the Avis counter. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it is. But, but that level, it's been rare to have someone with that level of influence to be that young and inexperienced. And the way she described it. Well, it's because nobody else would take the job. When, when, uh, when Rachel Maddow said to her, look, the way these men, you've described it, the way these men treated you in work environments is not normal. Cassidy Hutchinson had this interesting little little statement. She said, yeah, I've, I'm paraphrasing here. I've come to realize that you, you see a lot of things once you get out a little bit. And you begin to realize she didn't have a lot of wor- other work experience. And when you're raised right. up inside that world, she's like year three or four years before this, like dating, friending, kind of hanging out with Matt Gates. Matt Gates says dating. She says, I didn't date Matt Gates. We were just friends. But she's like up with Matt Gates in his world. So like she's being groomed up to be a Republican power yeah. broker. The fact that in that context, and then at that level oh, of power, all the pictures out. of you her walking with all of these people. Time out, time out. Four years ago, she was hanging out with friending, dating Matt Gates. Well, some period of time before, I mean, yes, before, yeah, somewhere. So I don't when know. she was, you know, early 20s? Yeah. Was she 21? I don't know. So uh, she, did, she Gates- didn't, she, I'll, I'll say this. She didn't put a date on it. She didn't put a date on Matt Gates saying that they were dating because she accuses Matt Gates of being a Camp David and hitting on her. And that Kevin McCarthy, of all people, had to tell Matt Gates to get a life, right? This is all in the interview and probably in the book as well. Um, so she's describing this thing. And then Matt Gates puts out a statement. Not, not, not sounds like some stupid reality TV show. Oh, Matt Gates it. puts out a statement and says, well, you know, Cassidy Hutchinson and I used to, when we used to date, it was this and that and the other thing. And she's like, we never dated. We were really good friends. We hang around like, so somewhere. And, and Matt Gates says, before we were, before I was married, when we were both single, he says, this stuff happened. So whatever point he got married, which is like two years ago. So somewhere in the, I don't know, like I see where you're going. I don't know. I don't know what point I'm just saying her level to access to power as such a young person is part of what shaped her hesitancy to do or say anything. She didn't have any money because even a chief of staff to the chief of staff of the president doesn't make very much money. It's very expensive to live in Washington, DC. She says she has a couple hundred bucks in her bank account. The level to which she had to risk all of that is yeah. quite significant. That that's yeah. the point I'm making. She went yeah. from all of this access and power to now yes. like yeah. I want to point out, and, and I hope I hope her book does really well and she has much more than a couple hundred bucks in her bank account. I want to point out that current that there is a 14-year difference in age between Matt Gates and Cassidy Hutchinson. I know Matt Gates feels like um, Matt Gates feels like a young person because he's in Congress and compared to everyone else who is, you know, nine thousand years old, he seems like oh, here's a young guy. He's actually in his forties. He's 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 in yeah. midlife. Like he's he's not a young person. That's right. Uh, if this happened a few years ago when Cassidy Hutchinson was in her early 20s, Matt Gates was in his late, his mid to late 30s. Yeah. Like, no, for sure. 
This guy, yeah. the same guy who has accusations uh, that he, you know, you know, Venmoed money to, uh, um, you know, to sex a friend to, you know, set up dates with young women. I mean, this doesn't help Matt Gates's brand at all. No, at no. And she had a great line too. She said, look, Matt Gates is not a serious person and not a serious politician. And that's all I'm going to say about it. Like, she just like, but, just, but, but anyway, so this book is powerful. It, it fills in the blanks to some people like us who, as you said, watch the January 6th uh, show and know what happened. It fills in some additional pieces of color. She describes the fateful day that Rudy Giuliani and the Free the Kraken uh, person were all in the White House and then were up in the residency the night that Trump wrote the come to Washington, D.C., it's going to be wild. There's a big there's proof that the election was stolen. Come, it's going to be wild that she describes that night from like three o'clock on. Rachel Maddow reads portions of it. Unbelievable. I mean, probably worth going on to Kindle or going on to Amazon, going on, search this book put in those words and just read that segment if you're not going to buy the whole book because that's probably that's probably worth it right there. It's an old trick if you want if you think there's something good in a book you like and then you take a screenshot yeah. of it. Anyway. But they yeah, but they block out some pages and they like, do. man, yeah. Uh, yeah, they, that, they that's when you clear your cache and try again and hopefully the <laughs> algorithm blocks different pages. So cheap. I was like a couple of guys have written books and are like, I'm not gonna buy anybody's book. I'm gonna just I'm go steal it off of the Amazon pre of the Amazon Amazon pre-read. But go ahead and give it a try if you're uh, if you're interested in that and only that. So anyway, this is this is gonna be around. This will be news for seventy two hours. Um and then we'll be eclipsed tonight by the Republican debate or tomorrow by the Republican debate. Today, it's probably going to be uh, uh, eclipsed by Joe Biden joining auto workers on the picket line in, uh, in Michigan. Yeah. A sitting president is going to pick winners and losers, as Republicans like to say. I'm glad he's doing it. He's, he's been a union guy. I think it's important. I think he should go there. I also think he should have a meeting with the people that own the companies and say, like, look, as a president— all interests matter to me. I yeah. should, I'm going to know what these people want and what they desire. I want to hear what you want. I just want to know what's going on because this is a major industry in America and I'm yep. going to show that I'm connected to both. I think that's, I think that's really smart. I think he should yeah. be there and he can't take auto workers for granted. Um, because that auto worker thing is a really big piece of all of this. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Hey, yeah, uh, I, I, I have no hot take on this. I Yes, I totally agree with everything you've said. Uh, did you see the uh, the the news stories about uh, the polling that, that Biden's age continues to be an issue for people? Yes. It's really and bad. I, I, yeah, I don't know if you've got if you've got it, but the the poll in the Washington Post poll this week that showed Donald Trump with a 10 point lead. <laughs> deeply concerning yeah. for. Yeah, it's ridiculous, people. but it's concerning nonetheless. Yeah. And it's all about age and so mm -hmm. on. And look, I'm not being an ageist. I'm not saying let's set a fixed age. Joe Biden presents as old. Yes. And if you keep yeah. telling the American people, boosters of Biden, which I consider myself to be, uh, Democrats, if you keep telling the American people what should matter to them, 
and then live in a world where you're telling them what should matter, that's not good politics. That's not good citizenry. That's not being a very good friend. There's no part of life in which you tell people, here's what should matter to you. I mean, I heard, you know, that, that that guy used to be the governor of New Jersey and now, again, wants to be president. And after he was a real booster mm-hmm. for Trump, now hates Trump. What's his what's his name again? Who cares? Yeah, yeah. Chris Christie. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I knew it. That guy, because, you know, he's also just drives me out of my Can mind. Can you name the governor of North Dakota? <laughs> Current governor? No. Doug. Doug. Previous governor? Doug. Doug Burrow. He, he, texted, he texted me on a Sunday Burgum. morning and I hate him. Did he ever shut a bridge down because he wanted to punish a political opponent? Uh well, Chris Christie. They don't have bridges in North Dakota. There's a, there's a number of rivers. Chris Christie uh, was going on about like uh, the um, Kristen Welker asked him on Meet the Press on Sunday. Um, you know, people are really concerned because you were so supportive of Donald Trump after he did so many things, and now you're uh, out against him. Uh, the, and people are really bothered by that. And he said, "Well, they shouldn't be because I've explained it." It's almost a quote from him. They shouldn't be because I explained it to them already. No, I listen, Doug, we follow politics pretty closely. Um, Mm -hmm. I have been asking for this explanation. He has not explained it. He has not. He has Mm -hmm. got to like, he's got to explain when Chris Christie, when I went to see Donald Trump speak for the first time, because I've done it more than once, because I'm something's wrong with me. Yeah. Um, at the hangar at the Northwest Arkansas Regional Airport, now National Airport, but at that time they don't have airports airport. in Arkansas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they do. Uh, uh, Walmart built it. Um, uh, yeah, like when I went to hear Donald, when I, my son and I went to hear Donald Trump speak when he was a candidate for president in 2016 and, and, and Trump force one landed and pulled up and, and you like Donald Trump descended the staircase and then came up on the stage. Chris Christie, it was you who introduced him at that event. I heard you introduce him live and in person. Can you explain, like, what has happened, why we should take you seriously, why you have any credibility at all? Like, what what is the difference between 2016 Chris Christie and 2023 Chris Christie? Explain that to us. You have not explained it. You haven't. All you've done is you flip the criticism switch, because Donald Trump almost killed you with COVID, and... Now you're like, it seems to me that all you have is a personal vendetta, which listen, I'm all, I'm here for it, but that's what it seems like you've got. Like you have not given us any other explanation than that. Boy, there's a hot take. (laughs) There's a frustration. Uh, Okay. So uh, I'm not a fan of Chris Christie. He he just bothers me on 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 a variety of levels. Here's his, here's his argument. And I think the reason this is important for our conversation here, this is the argument of a lot of people. This is the Liz Cheney. This is the Adam Kissinger argument. It's the same one. These are people who supported Donald Trump in 2020. These are people who said to others, 
you should vote for him like I'm going to do instead of voting for Joe Biden. Right. Those people that we all want to pat on the back. So pat them on the back with eyes wide open about when the change happened. Don't grant them some sort of, you know, revelation before they hit the road to Damascus. Chris Christie says, I supported him in 2016 because the alternative was Hillary Clinton. That's it. She was worse than him. I supported him in 2020 because the alternative was Joe Biden. I stopped supporting him the night of the election when he denied the outcome of the election. Now, I'm going to do his work for him here. He doesn't say this, but this is what he implies. Because then the alternative was democracy. So that's why. Now, for all the Republicans who want to make that argument, they're not as crystal clear as I am. He was a better alternative than than, uh, Hillary Clinton. He was a better alternative than Jeb Bush, George Bush, Barack Obama. He's a better alternative than Joe Biden, but he's not a better alternative than democracy. That gets him off the hook, right? Now, I love democracy. I'm a Republican who loves Republicans, and I love democracy, and that's why, because now he's against democracy. So that's his argument. The, the, and, and that's a fair argument. Okay, right? Like somebody can say Charlottesville, rape accusations, uh, wall kerfluffles, debts, all the horribleness of the Trump administration. And then they can say, but democracy, as soon as he took that on. And so whether they want to put that on election night, when he stood in front of the American people and said, we're calling the election now, it's 11 p.m., or January 6th or January 20th, any of those days, or, you know, the days after, you can pick your date. So if they want to contrast him, not with Hillary Clinton and Joe Biden, but with democracy, great little get out of jail free card. Cute. Good for you. But the idea that what Biden is doing is what Chris Christie's doing, which is basically saying that shouldn't bother you. (laughs) My age shouldn't (laughs) bother you. My waiting until Donald Trump opposed everything other than democracy shouldn't bother you. The, the, The larger point in bad politics and bad political approach, which I'm afraid of for Biden, is that they're acting as if the people of America shouldn't care that Joe Biden presents as old. And he does. Look, it's just, it's just, fr- I mean, not every 83-year-old, 80-year-old, 79-year-old, or 57-year-old has the same capacity. When people look at him and when they hear him, they feel like he's old. And then there's this thing, look, and, and I hear this a lot from people. They're like, well, he was old when he ran the first time and you voted for him. Okay, and this this old trick, right? Like, hey, you ordered it last time. Why won't you order it again on the menu this time? Well, there's a lot of reasons four years later that people change. He also implied without saying, but I felt like he was saying, I'm a transitional leader to the next generation. Subtext, one term. Yep. Uh, uh, I mean, I heard that loud and clear in 2019 and 2020. One term. And when he announced that he was going to run again, and now it's like, and you people don't get to care about this stuff. Look, last week, I think people need to be wide-eyed about all this. When he was doing a fundraiser in New York, he literally told the same story 
twice. Yeah. Having forgotten that he told it in the same speech. Yep. Off, off the cuff, you know, fundraiser speech. Yep. Listen, we... Rob, that's not good. Some of us complained about Ronald Reagan in the final years of the Reagan administration and know that he was really low-functioning. Like, this is stuff that is serious. And when people give me all this, like, don't be an ageist, it's not about being an ageist. It's about being a competencyist. And if people feel like the guy is not competent... Yes. That's a problem because the yeah. fundamental argument against Donald Trump is he is incompetent to be the president of the United States yes. for a whole set of reasons that don't have to do with how long his cells have been active. Yeah. There is, yeah, there is a three-year difference between Donald Trump and Joe Biden, uh, which when you are 80 years old and 77 years old, not that much of a difference. Now, when you're in sixth grade versus third grade, like that feels like a big difference. When you're a sophomore versus a senior, feels like it's a big difference. But, you know, by the time, you know, 18 and 15, that feels, you know, different. Uh, you know, there's legal stuff involved there. You know, when you are 77 and 80, not that much of a difference. Mm, Both. Okay, you finish the argument, then I'm going to revisit that with you. Both Donald Trump and Joe Biden have, I, I like how you say presents as old. I think Joe Biden presents as older than, than, than Donald Trump does. And, you know, but who knows, three years from now, that might be different. Um, they both have, like, there are so many opportunities to point out diminished capacity with both of these guys that, like, it, America desperately wants alternatives. Desperately. Bingo. And I'm, and, you know, I, I think that's why you see, you know, inexplicably RFK Jr. rising in the Democratic polls. Um, and, you know, I, I saw a headline, because I don't often read articles, you know, uh, I saw a headline. More of a headline um, guy. Yeah. I don't, I don't watch cable news and I don't read articles. I, I'm, I'm coming but here. Tell us what with, you think. I'm very fresh with my ignorant hot takes. Um, uh, uh, RFK Jr. flirting with the Libertarian Party. Yeah. That would be a thing. Yeah. Sure. Fine. Um, Who cares? <laughs> That would just be fantastic for you. I, I don't know, folks, I don't know if you know this. Doug hates libertarianism. I do. I think I think we had that argument. It was called the Civil oh. War. We decided it. We're a, feder- we're, a, we're a federation of state. That's it. Done. Yeah. Can we move yeah. on now? <laughs> and don't don't and don't use public airways and drive on public streets and tell me about how you pulled yourself up by your bootstraps. Uh, so you, fantastic, you libertarians, and don't don't my, ask my, for the government to get off your back while you're, you know, pumping your money into your social security abs, and breathe, breathing clean air. My absolutely favorite libertarian moment of all time is, uh, and I, I think I've sent this video to you, Doug. Is uh, I think 2012, maybe 2016, no, 2012, uh, libertarian presidential debate, and. Uh, future libertarian nominee for president gary johnson gets booed by the libertarian crowd the very people that will nominate him to be their uh 
their candidate for president, gets booed for suggesting that driver's licenses are like, should have a driver's license. A, le- a legitimate thing. Just Government has no business telling me the means by which I travel. No, <laughs> these no. people. I mean, it's just me. it's just fantastic. Listen, so hey, let me I, revisit this seventy-seven yeah. to eighty-year-old thing. Yeah, because I do think it's a. I think it's it's meaningful. Joe Biden presents older now than he did in 2019 and 2020. The, yeah. the, at the early stages of life and the later stages of life, shorter periods of time manifest differently. There's just a three year, three years for a lot of us who have older people in our lives, we know the difference between 77 and 80 hmm. can feel like a lot for a lot of people. That's yeah. why people go from what feels like peak health to end of life. It's very common because like at the younger stages, I mean, not quite from ages, you know, one day to three years is a massive change. But for a lot of people, three and four years, and some of us who only see elderly people in our lives every couple of years, they'll come back. We all come back and say things like, wow. I mean, grandma's really, grandpa's really changed a lot in the last three yeah. years since I was gotten, there. Yes. We have a phrase, gotten old. Gotten old. It's a real thing. And so I, I'm just saying, but again, to, for people to be like, it shouldn't, it doesn't even matter if it's real. What bothers people, bothers people. Yes. And to tell yeah. us that it shouldn't, the, yeah. look, if the Biden campaign and if Democrats and, and people who want Biden to be president, keep this up telling people your reason for being doubtful or not support is a dumb reason or worse yet is some kind of ist that you're a age ist because you care about age. Look, we care about age when it comes to running for president. It's actually in the constitution. Yep. Cassidy Hutchinson cannot be president yet because she's not old enough because there's an age requirement. She can, however, she can, however, be Matt Gates's girlfriend. <laughs> well, Maybe. that's true. That's true. Yeah. All right. Hey, there, uh, is, there but, is no age requirement for that. But <laughs> uh, so in the in the comments, uh, uh, Alex Alex said uh, honestly, I think that Trump, that Donald Trump decided to run is why Biden ran in 2020. So if Trump ends up not being the nominee, is it possible that Biden would? would bow out. Well, that's a story that's back in the news. And we've been saying that, that is, around here yes. for a long time that come that, next August, we yeah, very well thing. may not have Donald Trump and Joe Biden. We very well may have Ron DeSantis and Gavin Newsom because no, look, Gavin DeSantis Newsom looks like his candidacy young. is dead. Looks like it's mm-hmm. dead in the water yeah. because he's a terrible candidate. Uh, but if Trump is not an option, yeah, yeah. DeSantis uh, becomes the replacement option. This is well, I don't, this I don't is know true about for, that. I, this is this is like a Toyota and a and a Honda. Somebody's like, well, I, I mean, I'm not going to buy a Toyota because yeah. I already have a Honda. Once their Honda breaks, crashes, yes. then they're like, hey, maybe I'll buy a Toyota. They're yeah, so have, similar; yes. they're kind of the same yes. thing. They might, if they're looking for a second car, they might be looking for a Chevrolet. Yeah, I uh, said no one ever. 
Yeah. Well, I have a friend who went to buy a new vehicle. He wanted to get a Honda CRV. Okay. Um, he came home with a Toyota RAV4. Right. And, and it, you wouldn't know the difference. Yeah. I, uh, this is in this debate is interesting between Gavin Newsom and Ron DeSantis. I think when they set it up, it was, it was set up as the like, okay, we're going to have the heir apparents debate yeah. each other. We're, and I'm not, I don't think Ron DeSantis holds that space anymore. Um, I, I think certainly Gavin Newsom does, but I, I actually think this, this devalues Gavin Newsom because in his kind of political stock, he hmm. has got to absolutely wipe the floor with Ron DeSantis or like debates are saying. all debates are all about expectations. And I think at this point, he's got to wipe the floor with Ron DeSantis or he comes out of this looking bad. And, and it's going to be a challenge because Sean Hannity is the moderator. So it depends on, you know, I, now oh. I have confidence that Gavin Newsom will, you know, yes. hopefully will do a good job. Now the rumors are, I mean, there's been lots of political rumors that Ron DeSantis is going to drop out of the presidential race that he is so pathetic at and run for the United States Senate in Florida. And that Matt Gates is sniffing around the governor's mansion <laughs> in, uh, in Florida. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, look, no, I, I'm being serious. I'm being serious. Sure. Like those, I, I think those the reason the this is valuable is not I, – I really love this idea. And I wish governors from similar yes. states with different perspectives would oh. talk to each other in debate yes. formats yes. and other formats in front of the American people – on a regular I basis. I have I, thought I this for a long time. Somebody should have gubernatorial debates, like we have presidential debates, because people are trying to figure out yeah. Yeah. if if you buy the idea that states yeah. are are uh, you know places to practice versions of democracy between California and Florida, between Texas and Minnesota, between uh, Louisiana and New York state, you have really different approaches to what governors are doing and how their mm -hmm. states are organized and what the legislatures are doing. They're, they're really different experiments in democracy and in yep. all the things. It's a great idea Yes, without there being presidential pieces. I don't think Gavin Newsom can lose. I think if Gavin Newsom just he even doesn't seem like he's all that concerned with destroying Ron DeSantis, people are going to be like, I like that guy. And this is what's going to hurt Biden. Mm. People are going to, their, their contrast people are not going to feel is, Oh, do I want DeSantis or do I want Newsom? What's going to happen is what happened to John Kerry mm. when a little state Senator named Barack Obama gave a speech at the nomination for John Kennedy. And everybody said, that's our guy. <laughs> that's what this has a potential of. I bet if you're in the, I mean, if you're in the Biden camp, you're going to pull Newsom close yeah. to make sure that this, there's no daylight that somehow if people think that's the guy I want, you're getting him by, by getting uh, Joe Biden. So I, I'm not sure how this is going to go. But boy, to your point earlier, Alex's point too, the American people have said it in every poll for the last two years. They do not want to see 
a race between Donald Trump and Joe Biden. No. But as, as Mick Jagger, you know, has been telling us for 50 years. You can't always get what you want. If you try sometimes, you just might find you get what you need. Um, it's also the theme song if they play at Trump rallies. I think maybe they stopped doing that now. But anyway, that was uh, for a long time. The uh, You know, I, I went to a Trump rally, as I mentioned earlier in the podcast. There were three songs on rotation that played over and over and over and over and over, <laughs> and over again in the... While you waited for hours, right? For yes. It, it, like, come on. Yeah. Like, nobody's got nobody's got Spotify premium. You can't like, <laughs> you know. Uh, All right. Hey, this uh, is the playlist. Good news, though. Biden is starting to focus on the general election sooner than they wanted to. They really want to wait until summer <laughs> to do this. They want him to be presidential, let the Republicans beat up on him and then have them be in the head-to-head competition. To me, it feels like something more like, let's not build out too big of an infrastructure before we need to kind of thing. And there could be a lot of reasons uh, why yeah. that is. Hey, Rob, what about this one? What's your hot take on this? Senator Bob Menendez. Father to Resign. One, of favorite, one, Resign. one of my favorite MSNBC hosts, Alicia Menendez. She's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, he and his wife accused of bribery this guy Partly the because most- they searched his house and they found nearly a half a million dollars in cash stuffed inside of jackets. They found gold. literal gold bars, which yeah. I didn't even know you could yeah. get anymore. I mean, I yeah. thought they were all down to coins and Glenn Beck had all of them. Yeah. This guy is one of the, it, it has been for a while. It's, you know, this is, this is anybody who pays attention to politics knows that Bob Menendez is, is, probably the most corrupt member of the United States Senate. Yeah. Like there's no reason why this guy should be continue to be senator from New Jersey. He absolutely needs to resign. He needs he he needs to be expelled from the Senate. You know, I don't know if they have the that ability like they do in the House where uh where question. Kevin McCarthy refuses to exercise that um that ability with uh with with George Santos. Uh, you know, Chuck Schumer needs to be, uh, needs to take leadership, needs to pressure this guy to well, they, resign. They could do a lot of things. You could take and his chairmanships from him. I mean, you could punish him to the nth degree. They absolutely need to do that. This is completely unacceptable, and he needs to resign, period. Okay, so here's here's some of the subtext, I think. Kimberly Johnson in the chat will will jump in with me on this one, I'm sure. What's hanging over this is Al Franken. Here's why. Al Franken was the senator from Minnesota. He was also a comedian on Saturday Night Live and a working comedian in the military, you know, doing military shows. And he had a history from back in his military days of doing off-color things around certain women, making little jokes and inappropriate kinds of things. Mm -hmm. And when that came out, it was during the time that, Trump's uh, allegations of his now proven sexual assaults were going on. Kirsten Cinema turned on Franken and basically said, we're going to show this is what you do. We're going to show the Republicans that we're going to take the moral high ground. Kirsten Cinema went after Franken. He went along with it and resigned. Wasn't Gillibrand from New York? Yes. She's a sen- she was a co-senator and she led this whole caucus. Yeah, you said against- Christian Cinema. What did I say? Christian Cinema? 
Yeah. Don't, don't be so picky about all the words. Okay. <laughs> Kirsten, <laughs> Kirsten Gillibrand, not I Kristen Cinema. Yeah. Yeah. Not, I mean, I don't want to give Cinema. Kristen Cinema any, any, Thank any, you. you know, credit for anything. <laughs> Just ruins a perfectly good story with the facts. Once again, Sorry. Uh, uh, Sorry. okay. So Gillibrand, uh, so Gillibrand was against they all look alike. And now Franken has looked back. Everyone, with the exception of Tina Smith, who was then appointed by the governor of Minnesota to take over, Al Franken has said that was a mistake. Yep. So that's hanging over him. The fact that Menendez three years ago was investigated and brought to trial by the Justice Department, and then there was a hung jury on it makes him think I'm going to beat this one too. He wasn't found innocent. He wasn't found guilty. They couldn't come to an answer. He was in my view, guilty the first time. Mm -hmm. So expel me from the jury. He's guilty this time. Look, and his argument that I've been storing away thousands of dollars in my coats, in my house, because I'm nervous that there's going to be confiscation. I'll take it out of my bank account because of my Cuban roots. I have this. It feels old fashioned to you that I would store money. Okay, fair enough. Why don't we pull up the serial numbers of the bills that were confiscated from your house and see if those bills have just the date on them, I guess. I mean, the serial number. See if those were corresponding to 25 years of storing money away. Because my guess, Senator Menendez, is no. That's not why you didn't put the cash in your bank account. Did he try to pull out a bunch of money and then redeposit in other bank accounts to make it look like that's what he was doing? Very well could have been. Who knows what, it, what kind of shenanigans he's up to. But you're exactly right. The guy needs to resign. And here's what the American people should care about. Let me, tell, let me should all over you. Like mm. a, they should say, yeah, the Justice Department and the the Second District of New York or whatever, the Federal District of New York, prosecutes Democratic politicians just as they do Republican politicians. Mm -hmm. In other words, it's not a rigged system. Yep. And look, my guess is by the next time we talk in this fashion, Menendez will have resigned. I think yeah. within a week he's going to be out. Do you think you you got an over um, over um, under on any of that? I think he uh, I think he digs in and doesn't resign, and mm -hmm. Chuck Schumer is forced to do something. Um, yeah. Um, speaking of government corruption, Doug, there is a brewing story here in Arkansas, and I'm like I'm not even kidding. Like there is. Uh, so we have had in, you know, we have Sarah Huckabee Sanders as our governor. As Congratulations. You know. um, um, over the, since, since she was elected, there is a Twitter user um, named I, the Blue Hog Reports uh, is his Twitter handle. And he, uh, he has been filing Freedom of Information Act um, requests um, about all sorts of things. Um Sarah Huckabee Sander, you know, the, the, the government has had to, you know, um, comply with those. He was stonewalled by the Arkansas state police, um, because Sarah Huckabee Sanders was, um, he was trying to get records of her flying from, uh, Fayetteville, Arkansas 
to Rogers, Arkansas, um, which is, um, I live oh, in Springdale. Yeah. No, 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 no. I live in Springdale, Arkansas, which is literally sandwiched between Fayetteville and Rogers. She pretty much wanted to jump over my town. Um, you know, just ridiculous to use um, Arkansas State Police plane to do this. So anyways, so all of that led to um, her calling a special session of the legislature and um, them trying to change the FOIA laws, the mm-hmm. Freedom of Information Act laws here in Arkansas. Um, and so they they were able to, there was a lot of pushback against this. They were able to change just the law related to the governor and her family's safety. Um, but in the midst of this, um, the Freedom of Information Act requests, um, it, it's been uncovered that um, in May, maybe it was early June, um, the governor's office um, purchased a a podium, a a lectern, uh, and a travel case for that lectern, for that podium. Um, And it costs (laughs) $19,000. Well, some you know, getting a getting a good, strong, stable podium is not not cheap with inflation these days. Um, is this like toilet the, gate? Is this podium gate? Apparently, someone's going to take a stand on this one, aren't they? The purchase was um, was made from uh, a woman who had a newly formed LLC that and she was a campaign worker for the sarah huckabee sanders gubernatorial campaign who resold who sold the podium who does not retail podiums but she started an llc and was repping podiums and sold a nineteen thousand dollar podium to the governor her podium i don't want to jump the story here her her part yes you're absolutely right her partner um is uh rolling this thing out like a lord of the rings movie (laughs) her her partner is uh um uh so it's virginia beckett and hannah stone um Mm. they were beckett events uh okay beckett stone is a great name for a store though whether they sell podiums or fashion wear for beckett events was hired by the trump administration to coordinate the events that took place on january 6th okay Um, (laughs) okay wait for it um and that's the person that started the llc that then became the podium company partner yeah um four seasons podium so a a couple of days after the podium purchase was went through (laughs) um, the uh the governor of Arkansas was in Paris. We're not quite sure why. Did she um, make the podium purchase in Paris? No, okay. but the two women that she purchased the po- the podium from uh, were also in Paris. The podium purchasers and the podium prop with somebody who's a, with somebody who's a sells things. <laughs> Who's the person that sells things? Prop, prop, I don't know. What's the um, person that, oh, somebody that sells some, the, the, oh, geez, I had listen, a great alliteration. Listen. The podium person and the, and the podium profit to, uh, procurer no one, were in Paris? 
no one has produced a photo of the podium. The podium purchaser and the podium peddlers were all in Paris. <laughs> Thank you, Alex. It, it took you a second, but oh, no, Alex, 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 oh, excellent, like a, Alex, like a wordle cheater, yeah. cheater. Yeah. Uh, listen, there is a brewing corruption scandal happening. It's so hilarious, dude. This is the kind of thing that if I were running, let's say I was running for the state house in Arkansas, yeah. I'd be talking about the podium purchasers and the podium peddlers in Paris. Until yeah. people were yeah. like, podium is he, gate. Is he, yes, podium is he working on a, on, a, on a speech class? Yeah. Uh, you know, podium gate was picked up. How much wood could a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? Uh, thank you, Kimberly. Podium gate was trending on Twitter yesterday. Um, wow, yeah, like this is well, look, you 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 hashtag podium peddlers, and man, that's mm. you got mm. a shot, yeah. That's a, that's a good one. Yeah, it's... Call the prosecutors at the podium peddlers and the podium pr <laughs> purchasers are embarrassed. <laughs> and and here's, a bizarre, here's a bizarre... Stop. Here's just absolutely out of left field. Sarah Huckabee Sanders... Um, There's the word I was thinking of. Sh uh, shared... Thank you, um, Patty. Thank you, Patty, for the podium property. <laughs> Patty boils. <laughs> got us <laughs> Oh my gosh. Sarah Huckabee Sanders shared on Instagram Sarah a picture Sanders? From, from her from her trip to Paris uh, 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 a, a lunch this is that all, she was this having is all natural. in her hotel this is, room. Yes. Um, as it turns out, the picture was from a hotel that is in New Orleans, not in Paris. <gasps> Is she dating the former governor of of South Carolina? And they made a ditch. And they and they said they were no. Who's the guy? Uh, uh, Samford wasn't he from Virginia uh, or Louisiana? Oh, Mark Samford. No, Mark he Samford was from Virginia. From Virginia, remember he was had a girlfriend. Said he was in somewhere else, and he was just he yes. was just on his own. hiking the Appalachian <laughs> yeah, Trail or right. something. <laughs> that's right. She said she was podium procuring in Paris, but she was actually. <laughs> Oh, with podium just, peddlers in New Orleans. Listen, for those of you who think, okay, the it's the just crazy the craziness that was the Trump administration. Mm -hmm. Listen, it leaked, and and Sarah Huckabee Sanders has brought it to Arkansas. It is, it is corrupt and crazy, an insider and insider. And just bizarre, like the same thing, like with Trump, we would have these bizarre things yeah. that would happen. We'd be like, what the, yeah. what is, He's what writing to-do lists on the back of classified yeah. documents given yes. to him in a presidential briefing? Yes. <laughs> no. She spent $19,000 on a Look, podium the, and yeah, then the called scan a special section session of the legislature to hide it? Yeah. And yeah. the scandal to me is not just in how much do things cost that you buy? Because I've, you know, I've eaten $17 yeah. bagels at a, you know, at a hotel where you had to like order the, the continental breakfast and you're like, seriously, $17 a person. We got yeah. a bagel. And it's some the juice. fact that it was campaign workers and operatives who, who set up a business in order to buy a, you know, a, buy a podium and then resell it to the government to pocket mm -hmm. the money. And this, whoever the, the red dog in or whoever this is on Twitter is probably not blue done. Dog. If oh, the blue, yeah. if the blue dog 
is, you know, finding yeah. the the proprietors of podiums in Paris. They're also finding, you know, peddlers of other paraphernalia. problems, paraphernalia. <laughs> That'll be a problem. <laughs> um, all right. Hey, Rob, real quick. We'll just do this each week. Uh, any updates on your candidacy because you're running for the House in Arkansas? Anything we all need to know? Any any funds? You get a big give them the fingers. Uh, um, uh, 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 you know, yeah. Um, yeah. Styrofoam. Things are. Yeah, it's uh, we are we're four days away from the end of the month, and uh, I'll have to file my first uh, fundraising okay. report and want to demonstrate as much credibility of this campaign as possible. So if people want to donate, you know, head over Please to Rob do. for Arkansas and you know, Rob for Arkansas, it, spend it with as smash. many spell it with as many bees as you want. You're all going to end yep. up in the same place. Yep, yep, and smash that donate button, and uh, you know, help me. Help me look credible come uh, October 15th when I have to file the first report. Hey, based don't just. On what funding rate was September 30th? Don't just check out Rob for Arkansas online. Don't miss the checkout when you're checking out. Yeah, search it up. Because there's going to be a donate button that'll take you to a checkout. Yeah, page. and listen. If somebody would like to donate $19,000, I really feel like the campaign yes. needs a podium. Yes. And if somebody wants to donate $19,000, Vote Common Good literally actually needs that much money right now. So yeah. please, yeah. We, we, we've, yeah. we, we've yeah. been undercut by the podium proprietors and peddlers in Arkansas. And that's now off the list. So please go to Vote Common Good, make a donation, and uh, yeah. make a person's day. Hey, uh, Kimberly, Alex, Peggy, Patty. Diana. Yeah, you keep finding them. Uh, so many thanks for all. Yeah, but Emily. Vicky, thanks to all of yeah. you for uh, being part of all this with us. Uh, we Candace. Sure, uh, yeah, did you say Diana already? Uh, that was a while yeah, ago. I, I don't know Diana. if Diana is still with us because we've been at it now for an hour and 17 minutes. You know oh, what's happened now that Dan's on, us, on this hiatus uh, is that there's no, uh, there's, there's no one slowing us up. I yeah, mean, there's no just, one who's going, going okay. Uh, we'll, we'll, yeah, okay, we'll, I got stuff to do. Let's, let's. Rachel. <laughs> yeah. Amanda. Boy, Amanda back there. Yeah. Amanda, I think this is sort of the theme for the whole thing. You, you, you hit it in the first three <laughs> so minutes. So much crazy. Third uh, comment of the day. So I'm, yeah, much crazy. Yeah. And that yeah. was literally, that was an hour and uh, 17 minutes ago. <laughs> it's been an hour and 17 minutes of nonsense. You know what else I realized, Rob? And this is really a bad, bad habit. Yeah. If you go back and look at, go on a YouTube channel, which I hope you all do. Just look at the thumbnails. We don't put oh. up. We don't put up created thumbnails somewhere. YouTube just picks a thumbnail. We rarely change it for our live streams like this. And we do, you know, three, some two, three, four of these a week. So there's a lot there. They'll just kind of freeze frame us in a weird moment, you know, like eyes half shut and, you know, the most unattractive looks. We just choose to go with it and just leave it. Yeah. But if you were to look through those thumbnails for yeah. like probably the last six of these, I'm literally yeah. wearing the same shirt. Uh, yes. And... <laughs> And it's possible that I have a really, really bad habit of the days when I'm doing this and the time of yeah. day when I'm doing this. I just put on this this particular wool little hoodie thing, and yeah. I like it so much. It's it's like a big hug. I, and today yeah. I pulled it on, took off a shirt and put this one on. And while I was doing it, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is just going to start to look utterly ridiculous. So the, the reality is, is that we've actually taped all of these in advance. <laughs> Yeah. 
Yeah, that's how somehow we're also commenting on the very thing you're saying. It's real wormhole. We're just mm-hmm. caught. No, it's it's and it's not like I don't have a closet full of other clothing. It's just yeah. really, it's just I, yeah. I don't know. It, now it might appear that I am wearing the same shirt because I uh, I have converted to wearing most of the the vast majority of the time I uh, I wear a blue shirt and brown pants and I have uh, I have about eight of these very t shirts so. Uh, I'm, it might appear as if I'm wearing the same shirt, but I'm not it's a different as one, opposed, yeah. as opposed to you, Doug, wearing the same shirt, literally the same shirt. Uh, well, wool, especially this Moreno wool, yeah, um, yeah. made by Wooly, a company, a company that. called Wooly. We should really see yeah. if they'd be a sponsor. W O O L L Y Wooly. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. You've talked yeah, to you've, me about them before. Yeah, see, I've been pushing it. Yeah. yeah. You, you can get, you know, uh, uh, Wooly to skin level at, at every piece of clothing you can buy. If you know what I'm saying? Uh, Rob, you, you know what I put on the other day and, and, and I just didn't feel comfortable wearing it. And after I got done mm. uh, putting a sealer on our driveway, I went in and took it off. Not only because it was dirty, but I just didn't want to wear it. A Biden long Harris shirt. What's that? <laughs> a Biden Harris shirt. <laughs> no, I do have a Biden Harris shirt that I do I wear know. for yard work out there. And people are like, wow, <laughs> that guy is all in. Because mm. um, it's not kitschy yet. It's not. It's not like yeah. I'm wearing. You know. Oh, it's the guy behind me at the Razorback game the other day who had a Reagan Bush shirt on. Yeah. Which- that's if they like sell at Target or something. Mm-hmm. Um, no, long sleeve t-shirts. Mm. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like full t-shirt yeah. Mo- yeah. modality, just the sleeves yeah. go all the way down. Yeah. I, I've bought I've bought many, many of them. And every time I put one on, I'm like, I don't know. I, something's wrong with wearing a long sleeve t-shirt. I, I don't yeah. know why. You as a guy that's now committed to t-shirts, um, Bruce Willis style, are you? Mm-hmm. Are you going to upgrade that this winter to a long sleeve? Are you going to be like a long sleeve t-shirt, t-shirt kind of guy? Uh, I, I I have a I have a long sleeve t-shirt of this very same t-shirt. The same shirt. <laughs> that's what I was going to ask you. Because that's I just when have you know, one though. That's when you know. That's when you know you're in. Did you order them on Amazon? Did you get that Amazon? No, that no, Amazon no, 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 no. They are brand? they are um, uh, they're not. Classic, fresh, classic teas. Front. I, it probably was an Instagram uh, ad that got me, but you know. huh. yeah. And I and if I'm not wearing the T-shirt, I will. I'll probably have on a, a blue or blue themed collared shirt because you know. Yeah, I, but, I wear yeah. a lot of blue too. Shelly, Shelly tells me she's into like heart chakra uh, colors. Do you know this thing about heart chakras colors and stuff? The colors that you wear are. Indicative well, of my, the life. My little flag live. thing that uh, the heart chakra flag thing is green right up there. But what does that mean? I don't know. What do you mean? It's green. I have a I have a little flag thing yeah. that has the chakras up there. Okay. And uh, you were talking about the color of the heart chakra, and I'm saying the flag is green. Okay. Well, there's different ones. So the blue, yeah. blue is is like the communication chakra color like you, you mm. have stuff to say and shelly and green is like the internal or thoughtful thing and shelly's always like hey i think you should wear a little more green <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not even kidding you this is the kind of, this is the kind of conversation <laughs> yeah so I, think, I think you wear too much blue you got blue in your head you got a blue shirt you might have blue short like let's 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 move beyond the blue mm, and, and, and it's, it's not even i i actually 
look great in green. I, d- I don't even know why. Maybe it's a yeah. chakra thing. Maybe maybe that's why yeah. I put it on. It's like a uniform, yeah. and you know, yeah. I'm just Bruce Springsteen yeah. putting on my dad's uniform and going to work. Yeah. I, I don't know. Um, Kimberly said we need to go have lunch. I think I think Kimberly wants us to wrap up. Come on, wrap it up, guys. Yellow Come and on. orange are the best. Kimberly, are you saying that's the best shot, uh, heart chakra number uh, or color? Um, yeah, we do need to go have lunch. Yeah. You know what I'd like to have is a sandwich. I haven't had a sandwich in more than three and a half mm. weeks because I've been on this juice still, diet. You that, still, yeah. yeah, you still juicing? Well, yes, I'm still juicing, but not only juicing. I've added in some proteins and some nuts and some salads, so... But I'm kind of in some version of a whole 30. So I don't eat the mm. things. Basically, you know, it's you don't eat the things that are enjoyable. There's no sugar. <laughs> there's no bread. Anything yeah. that gets turned into sugar. Yeah. Except it's an a, occasional it, little, you know, yeah, adult it's a, it's things. kind of a God's diet kind of thing. That if God made it, you can eat it. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, no it cuts out grains, cuts out legumes. Uh, you can't have peanuts. Oh. I mean, can't have it's too strong. You, you cut out bunch of stuff that just it's how your body legumes. processes it yeah so all legumes no beans yeah uh legumes. no rice it's just legumes it's it's a great word and you say it like legumes and people be like no thank you, you know? <laughs> <laughs> does not sound like a word a word that you want you know someone's like would you like a bean would you like some peanuts sure well any other legumes oh no say, no no, no legumes. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't need any, I don't need any legumes just, uh, to me. I don't know. It strikes me. Oh, so yeah, anyway, yeah, bunch yeah. Of, but man, some days, and I realize maybe I'm coming to the end of this thing after three there and a half weeks. There are still 20 just, people watching this. I just want to blather on like this. Oh, and you have no idea how many people keep watching it and listening to it on the podcast and the and the live streams. It just, it's, it's remarkable. And sometimes it feels like the longer they get, the more people want. So we're now at an hour, 25 minutes. And this isn't even, which we do need to do this fall a uh common good a thon we need to do a 12 hour common good a thon yeah yeah that'd yeah, be fun okay well thanks kimberly thanks alex thanks for all of you already that stuck around and uh, uh you can get this uh later <laughs> sugar dropping <laughs> uh, seriously gonna, the folks just, want us to be done go i'm just gonna, I, i'm just gonna go try not to eat a sandwich that's what i'm gonna, that's what I'm gonna do. okay <laughs> bye